Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for joining us at Nikki Dare Radio on Blog Talk Radio, heard worldwide by millions of listeners with your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Our podcast hosted by Nikki Dare is your home for education to safety and survival, leadership and inspiration. Nikki Dare is the founder of iDare Inc., a registered 501c3 with its mission to educate and mobilize resources for preparedness and sustainability. iDare is a grassroots credo and personal mission based on its pillars of excellence, integrity, diversity, adaptation, resilience, and empowerment. Ms. Dare's personal mission is to help you encounter your purpose by unlocking your inherent potential and finding joy in the journey. Nikki Dare is the published author of The Audacity of Veracity, a columnist, women in the field of Western Outdoor News, California's publication of Fishing and Hunting. Ms. Dare is a certified firearms instructor in rifle, shotgun, and handgun, RSO, range safety officer, and CERT, Community Emergency Response Training Member, a FEMA certified training, women's advocate, transformational mentor, and a seasoned BPR change management consultant since her early 20s in transforming companies. And decades later, she is reinventing her purpose. Nikki Dare's life has been spent passionately in helping others going through transformation, both personal and professional. And now, here's your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Wow, I love it, you guys. Hey, good morning. Who do I have in my studio? Patrick Garrity and uh, Ada. Hi. Yep, I'm here. Hey, good morning. How about that entrance? That was an, that was an awesome intro song. <laughs> I mean, I always wanted to do that, but I guess I did it, right? <laughs> I was so careful editing in that. But anyway, good morning, you guys. Good morning. Glad to have you guys back. Same here. Hello? Hello, where are you? Oh, yeah, glad to have you guys back. And then uh, I guess it's already uh, starting a busy morning. How, how, how is the weather down there? Uh, Patrick, how's the weather down there? Oh, uh, it's going to be raining here the next couple of days. It's looking like it's getting ready to rain on the Central Coast for a little while. Is that, is that where you are at? I, thought, I always thought that you are in Santa Barbara, no? Uh, I'm about an hour and a half north of Santa Barbara. Yeah, Santa it's... Uh, Lisa, right, and Ada, they're here in Valencia, correct? Right, it's pretty sunny uh, right now. I, w- I woke up this morning early and cleaned my car, so I look like it's going <laughs> to rain. I don't know if it's going to rain or not here, but it's always that way. It's always that way. You know, you we we uh, I, I do that too. I wash my my car and then hand wash, obviously. You know, took mm-hmm. one of those um, twenty thirty dollars worth, and and then the next day you you know you wake up, it's raining. Anyhow, we talked about we were talking about an episode called. Uh, survival safety tips. You know, we talk about, you know, how to use the body as a weapon system. Um, Patrick and then Jackie and Candy from New York and also yourself, Ada, mm-hmm. uh, had contributed some of the insights. And Patrick obviously had a lot of um, arm with a lot of um, experiences in combative uh, mixed martial arts related and tactics and just about our talents and skills. Then we uh, learned from him as well. Um, you know how do you, how to go about this? You know whether that we 
go out there in the public area and we have, um, you know, our, our purses or no purses, weapon or no weapons at all, and how we can prevent ourselves um, from getting assaulted, from getting attacked. And we talked about also, um, what is it, mental awareness, using the mindset, situational awareness, how to prevent ourselves. And it, we went over and over until, like I said before, until we can turn blue, but the key is, to simulate these things, to get into training, um, you know, repetition, as we say in the firearms industry community, dry practice, dry practice, dry practice makes it perfect. So I'm going to let Patrick, um, you know, uh, share his insights in this and kind of like explore more and uh, explore more. So elaborate more on how some of the techniques and useful tips in how to go about that. Go ahead, Patrick. Okay, you did a good wrap-up of uh, the last few shows that we did where we talked about uh, combative martial arts versus a mixed martial arts program, and you kind of touched on combat mindset back then. So what I was going to throw on the table today for my two cents or pearls of wisdom, whatever, was uh, multiple attackers uh, with possible weapons. You know, good I point. I always train uh, any of my students, whether they're soldiers or civilians or law enforcement officers, to, um, you know, uh, train for the worst-case scenario. So if I were training somebody for a home defense scenario, in my mind, the worst possible, uh, the worst possible type of home defense situation that could happen would be three to four, uh, you know, adrenaline and drug-induced. Uh, burglars coming into your home with shotguns and assault rifles. So when I when I train people on the range, I train them to move in such a way and to react in such a way uh, to uh, be able to take out multiple targets, whether it's with their hands or with a knife or with um, uh, you know weapons such as, as guns and rifles or shotguns and whatnot. Um, the thing I wanted to talk about with combative uh, martial arts versus uh, mixed martial arts was there's a huge difference in the training effects of, you know, there's a, a big difference between taking a cardio kickboxing class at a gym and taking a rape prevention course. Absolutely. From, from an instructor, you know. And Absolutely. I'm, I'm not, I don't know. Have you had some experience taking self-defense or rape prevention courses, Nikki? I know you do a lot of stuff at the gym, but what have you done as far as, uh, way back when, uh, when I was 20, oh, that was months ago when I was 20, uh, back in Texas. But that was um, somewhat similar to what's going on today, you know. That's more like a self-defense, I should say, beginners only kind of thing. Um, you know, women how to prevent themselves. Some of the steps that Ada also covered last time, you know, uh, some of the basic, very basic steps. I know it has been throughout the years, has been, um, so to speak, uh, what is it called? Uh, expanded more, I think, techniques, techniques-wise. But uh, that's all I have. I mean, you know, besides the weapon yeah. system, obviously, you know, you, you know how I am with the firearms industry um, community. I've had almost 20 years worth of it, you know, in the firearms um, from all kinds of weapon system. But that's a different topic that we're talking about today. You're talking about the the rape uh, cell prevention. But go ahead and tell us and let us know uh, what your program is entailed to. Well, I, I want to get into that later, but I know Ada is very experienced in martial arts. Yeah, let us know, I, Ada, about that. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Know, I wanted to know exactly what, uh, you know, what she has learned as far as 
you know, not less than lethal techniques, but more than lethal techniques that you would utilize on the street if you were being attacked by multiple attackers, like eye gouges and kind of some of the stuff we were talking about last time, you know, throat strikes and how much of that stuff uh, have you learned in your training? Uh, for me, uh, I, I've not been in a situation with that thing, but my instinct just go to a, a, on a mode that I can look up from my side and my back. I, I watch both angles of my my attacker, and um, I'm pretty much ready, and it's just like of all the years I'm trained, is it's just like automatic, like I can't pick pick it up right away. And the only thing that weapon I have I've trained is a nunchuck and oh. some... <laughs> Nunchuck and uh, the long that sword. That's me, by the way, the nunchuck. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'll carry know. my rifles and shotguns, but nunchuck, I don't know. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> that, oh. Yeah, that's the only weapon I know. It's like it's, uh, it's you know, because it's been a while for me, even though I haven't been. I, I go to uh, right here in Salada. They have uh, taekwondo classes, and, you know, it's more like a lot of kickboxing, high, high kick and everything. But in, I went to a lot of class in a gym. They do a, a kickboxing, and it's very, you know, like, uh, it's, you know, the, the form and all that thing, it's uh, basically the same, but they really don't know how to use it. They should use it just for, for like, losing weight. But uh, Yeah, um, those are the yeah. sports kind category, right? Yeah. Uh, I want to interject also a little bit here about Krav Marga. I mean, I'm sure that uh, you both have heard about it, right? Which one? Yeah, I mean, is that is that yeah. you? Oh, Patrick said yes. Yeah, Craft. Oh, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I, I had a little bit taste of that um, introduction mm-hmm. from some folks down here in the valley, um, but I didn't really expand it to it, and I like to get into it, back to it again. And BJJ, uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, as well. Um, those are the kind of things that you know I want to just uh, apply to this whole well-rounded as a I mean, I'll, I'll go back to you and then ask you how you feel about that, Patrick, uh, mm-hmm. since you're an instructor of some sorts and a lot of sorts. Um, so tell me how you feel about that. Let's just get on with it right now. Well, I think I think you named two of the probably the most excellent uh, forms of combative martial arts that a person such as yourself with your frame uh, could employ. Um, right. You're not you're not going to do you, you know boxing skills. Right. Uh, you know leg kicks maybe, but you're, you're you know you're you're strong, but you're kind of a tiny tiny woman. So go around how? Ada has something to say about that. Ada was just saying something like that. The just other day, do a little right bit around how. Go ahead. <laughs> just do a little bit around how to you know back kick and everything. You know I saw your legs. You're pretty strong. <laughs> and my 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 wrestling arm. My uh, what do you call that? The uh, the arm wrestling also. I'm right. pretty strong in that. You know you said something about that a couple of days ago. It's like yeah, don't don't underestimate her. <laughs> yeah. I agree. She's very strong, and I, and I agree. You should never underestimate your en- enemy. But when you come back to the multiple attacker situation. How uh, well are those boxing skills and, and roundhouse kicks going to going to help you? It's, it's something you Box really percentage. have to practice at an advanced level to be able to, to be able yep. to do that. Absolutely, um, I agree with that. I agree with that okay. point. But but with Krav Maga and uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, if you think about it, Krav is something that um, the Israeli Defense Forces are using. Uh, as a combative mixed martial arts, it's very efficient. There's no wasted movement. There's very violent strikes that happen in a very precise amount of time. And jiu-jitsu right. is an excellent skill to 
have in your toolkit because most of these fights, especially in multiple attacker situations, wind up on the ground. On the ground. Mm -hmm. It's the ground already. You're going to be on the ground. But if you are facing multiple adversaries, uh, you all said, I'm tiny. Uh, How much time do I have? Split seconds? Maybe not. Not much. Right. Not much. (laughs) It's slim. The chance is slim. It's important to know how to fight from the ground, but you have to take that combativeness, that combative mindset with to the ground with you. If you're on the ground, you really need to be uh, squeezing throat, throats and voice boxes and sticking yeah. your thumb in eyes Absolutely. and whatnot. Yeah, eyes, especially eyes, right. Disadvantages, disadvantageous position being on your back or on the ground in any which way if there's multiple attackers and, and you are one person alone. You, know, you have to do lethal, lethal stuff. Right. You know what? What I do, and if in that situation, I, what my training before, because I, I go back to a center, like when I do meditation, and I kind of like do. Uh, I some some reason it's automatic for me because I go back to a center of my my inner core, and then I um, my whole body just start to just uh, uh, ready for uh, a, a different. I don't know, Patrick, do you experience that thing? But you know, when I do meditate, I do. I have a center. When it that uh, is that combative mo- uh, uh, trigger, I, I I automatically know where to go. You know, so it's just it's through training. I have no idea, but that's just my training. Uh, my instructor told me, you know, that you, you have to book back to a center that you can focus every every right. surrounding you have, where you use your jab, your elbow, your your knee, your ankle. You know, there's a lot of process because. When you're on the uh, length of training, you basically just it's it's automatic. You know where exactly to go. You know? that, that 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 means you're very well trained. When when your response is automatic and you don't have to think, your movements are much more efficient. Uh, yeah. You never, uh, you know, if if you can remove yourself from the situation and be able to think calmly, coolly, and collectively, you can think about it. But that's when you've reached a certain status, like what you're at, where you don't need to think. You just react because you've done yeah. it. It's happened to you. You've rehearsed it so many times. Yeah, right, simulation. If it were to happen it, for real, you, you would you would survive the situation because you've done it so many times already. Right, yeah. That's that, what that, I'm, that is definitely important. Repetition is definitely important. Oh, yeah, yeah simulated, simulated, simulated repetition. Yeah. Right. Because I, in my mind, because uh, you, know, you do a lot of uh, meditation on myself and and um, for myself personally, I kind of like hesitant if, if there is a sort of a kind of threat thing because my body just react to it and I just kind of like pull myself out because it's like a danger process. It's like, uh, I don't know, it's just like an automatic mode of, uh, okay, I'm, I'm ready. You know, my body just trying to relax and find out what 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 my purpose and what is my tactic to go, not to either kill or just or just kind of like, uh, injure the person, paralyze a little bit, not to, you know, so I can uh, back up and turn around and do the other person. By the time I look around, the, the person will be right, you know, on the ground, you know. Wow. You know. Yeah, taking back to what Ada was saying a while ago, I want to want to point out something, too. You know, when you're at a stress level, I mean, you are stressed out and your stress level is, is really high, a lot of times I know it's probably difficult to say than then. It's easier than, uh, say than then. Mm-hmm. You just need to... Kind of like close your eyes and breathe. Take and a hold deep that breath. For a, yeah, take a deep breath. Yeah. You, you know, you hear all the time, all the time when people say take a deep breath. I need <laughs> to take that all the time. I do. Um, take a deep breath and kind of like hold it for two, three seconds, you know, and then blow it out a little bit. 
and see what happens. Guess what? You're back again to that, like what Ada was saying, center core, you know, that, that focus, point of focus. That, the mindset, basically. Is that, is that true, Patrick? Absolutely. I uh, I don't know how many times I've said that through the years when teaching, uh, that breathing is a huge part of it. I mean, have, coming from a scout sniper background, a, mar- a marine scout sniper background. <laughs> I agree with you on that one. <laughs> you, know, you, you actually you've taken my class, so you know uh, you know all about the breathing. Hey, you uh, know what? I, I want to say this out loud too. I'm one. I was one point away last year to being a DG. I just won this one shot in precision rifle out there. Uh, it was my second class. Yeah, second precision rifle training, and I was only one point away. I was just telling Rudy too last week when I called him. That one point away, and I didn't even know about it. It was a big deal because a lot of those guys in my class, including Caveman, said, "Did you know that you're always like one point away?" I didn't know. And then of course our instructor. When they when he announced and giving out the awards, I mean the certificates, Nikki, one point away. Ah, really? For what? From distinguished graduate. And I'm going, wow. Oh. So somebody, yeah, breathing. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I know somebody. I know somebody you could get some training from that would uh, help you smoke that test. <laughs> yeah. Someone from defensive firearms training that could probably help you smoke that test. Is his name Rudy? <laughs> no, that would be me. Oh, I see what you mean. Of course, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I was only one point away, and it's on a peripheral. So go figure. I mean, the guy's going to be dead anyway, right, at 500 and something or 600. <laughs> but that's an, uh, another another show, totally another show. We're talking about the non-weapon right now. But, yeah, um, going back to the breathing, um, everybody is, is correct. Uh, breathing, for example, Patrick was saying in the um, in this kind of thing, long distance uh, shooting, is very important. He's a sniper, and uh, very important. They all always tell you take a deep breath and hold it right there. And then, you know, when you're focusing on the front sight, and it does make a world a difference. When you don't and you do, you know the difference. You know what? You know I have that. a funny story. I have a funny boot camp story for you. In Marine Corps boot camp, before you do everything, the drill instructors tell you to take a deep breath. Every mm-hmm. Marine lives this show right now will be laughing. If you uh, line up and use the head or use the bathroom, they line you up, and before they tell you to charge the bathroom, they tell you to take a deep breath. Line up, deep breath, move, and everybody charges the bathroom. Well, how long long does he give you? Like one second? (laughs) Oh, they'll tell you they'll give you 30 seconds, but they'll count down and go 30, 29, 3, 2, 1, you're done. But that's already stressed out. Hearing them (laughs) commanding you is already stressed out level. It's that all day long, but they are telling you to take a deep yes. breath before you do Important. anything all day long because that's what you do in combat. You take a deep breath, you break that tunnel vision from the adrenaline, you get a good 360-degree scan, and now you're back in the fight and more aware than your adversary. That Absolutely. That, that's Absolutely. That deep breath does. It oxygenates your muscles and it breaks that adrenaline rush. That's exactly what I was trying to say a while ago, and I said deep breath, and then it is important, and Ada said it right. You go back to your that core, core inner point of focus, and you will get back to that core point inner focus of focus. What discipline, doesn't, what discipline doesn't teach that? You know, yoga teaches you to breathe. Exactly. Um, meditation teaches you to breathe. Uh, you know, when I'm on the range, I tell people to breathe as they're presenting their weapon and pointing in. You know, I mean, what what discipline out there does not? As simple as that. As simple <laughs> as that, you guys. Yeah, I people. I always tell people to. I always tell people to breathe. They look at me like, "Are you crazy?" Because the most of, we forget to breathe. You, you know, yeah. I mean, 
you're doing on your own your own thing every day and you really you're not really breathing, you're not deep breathing, you're like shallow breathing, you're like that's a lot of people haven't done that but forget like when I'm a massage therapist right now, so it's like before to enter the 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 you know the massage session I tell them take take the deep breath because oxygen in you know it, it gives oxygen to your body flow and make your body relax and everything so you know the people that just looked at me like wherever I go take a deep breath you know like stop a little bit take a you know uh, smell some roses for a minute <laughs> you know you you're like the uh, the the voices right now in my head now. Whenever I go to my meetings, take a deep breath, Nikki. Oh, yes, I will. <laughs> Before I even open the meeting or anything like that, you see me sometimes. Yeah. I get so excited and I just forgot to breathe. But, yeah, this is all around great stuff, great inputs, great tips. Um, where do we left off when you were talking about the self-prevention, rape, um, and all of that, uh, multiple attackers? Since I was breathing so hard a while ago, I'm trying to focus on my breathing assignments right now. So go ahead and let us know and continue on, please, Sarge. I was going, you were asking about um, the type of training that I run people through in regards to empty hand defense or rape prevention. Yes, um, sir. It is a, that one. There, is a, there is a little bit of different tactics you have to take with the women because of what the attacker is doing to the woman, right. whereas uh, you have to... Uh, take different tactics when you're training men in self-defense because the attackers have a different intent for that male than uh, than he would for a female. So what I do is it's it's a general um, it's, a, it's a general force of instruction where uh, you start out with a basic defensive stance and how to protect all of your vulnerable areas on your body. Um, and I immediately teach you how to fall because during this training you're going to get thrown and you're going to throw other people. So mm-hmm. you have to know how to throw properly so you don't break mm-hmm. your fall by breaking your arm or you don't smack your head off the ground. You touch your chin properly and you roll out of it if you can and you protect yourself on the way up. It's very, very important, actually, to learn how to fall properly because if somebody knocks you down and your head smacks the ground, you're done, and they have their way with you. you it's absolutely important to learn how to fall and, and get back up quickly and get back in the fight. Um, after that, we go to offensive strikes. These are basic strikes you'd learn in any cardio kickboxing class. I don't mean to rag on those classes. They're great for repetition. They're great for exercise. They're great for learning basic, basic moves. Uh, but I take it a little bit above that and, uh, and do some repetition as well. Um, and before all of these classes, I usually do some type of physical fitness routine to get people warmed up and loosened up and stretched out. Uh, I feel that's really important. But then after we've done offensive strikes for a little while and you're comfortable and everything technique is looking good, uh, we work on throws and counters to throws. Uh, someone of your size could use judo very well to yes. just have somebody that grabs you on the shoulder on the ground within seconds, and that person will think twice about possibly yeah. pursuing you some more. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, mm-hmm. And if somebody's trying to throw you how to counter that throw, and put them on the ground and, again, make them think twice about coming back. Uh, and, and I think, again, since the theme for the day is multiple attackers, uh, what this does for you, if you can incapacitate someone in a fraction of a second, you, can, you have the advantage over taking on multiple attackers, especially if you position your body correctly, uh, which is another thing I work on in between these classes is uh, angles of attack, angles of movement, and body positioning when you're attacking. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So after, after throws and counters to throws, we work on ground fighting. Uh, this is where it gets a little bit different for the men than it does for the women. You work right. uh, more uh, in different positions than you do right. in others for the different sexes. Well, um, women, women are very fortunate to have uh, different sizes and you know forms and everything like myself. So it's not a cookie cutter kind of uh, training. It's okay. more like an individualized, you know, based on their size and um, you know. Um, you know what? Isn't it, isn't it interesting that there's also different size marines? You know, you have big Marines and small Marines well, yeah. and skinny Marines and yeah, small Marines. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I've, I've had plenty of experience working with Marines doing this stuff and uh, training with different special forces groups from around the world on their little pieces of combative martial arts that I've incorporated into this a little bit. That I feel, you know, this is kind of something that I feel is, is important. You know, picked uh, all the good stuff from everywhere. Uh, right. You know, I even incorporate after the ground fighting, and, and during the ground fighting phase, I, I really uh, stress doing throws and breaks, uh, or not throws and breaks, but uh, strikes and breaks right. from the ground fighting. Like you have to know how to throw a punch or a lethal blow or a lethal strike from the ground, from your knees, from your back, uh, from standing, for, mm-hmm. while running, while falling maybe. You never know. Uh, so even on the ground, we work on these offensive strikes throughout um uh, and, and and then uh, after ground fighting, we work on uh, what's called line training, which is mm. something the Marine Corps used to teach every every Marine infantry, and I believe every Marine altogether was line. Uh, it stands for linear inner neurological engagement, and it is all pain override. Uh, mm. So if if somebody touches your it's within your reach, uh, there's a series of things that you do to. Uh, commit so much pain to that person that they will immediately, uh, without thinking, their brain will override their functions and cause them to stop doing whatever it is they are doing to to receive that much pain. Uh, wow. So, for example, if somebody comes up for a choke, it's a wrist breaker to an elbow smash uh, to you know a kick to the face. Uh, you're you're sweeping them to the ground and stomping on their skull. You know, and that's, that's, I believe, line 10. And it goes all the way up to uh, multiple attackers with weapons while you're in the hand. So I, that, I also work on that. After line, we work on advanced strikes that are more lethal, like float strikes um, and eye gouges. And I also teach a little bit about pressure points and nerves. Um, uh, it's very easy to break certain bones, so I teach a lot about how much pound of pressure and proper technique for breaking certain bones, because it's very easy for someone like you uh, to break a wrist. It's ridiculously easy if you do it properly and practice it. And if you break someone's wrist, they're probably not going to hit you with that hand anymore, unless they're hopped up on some really good drugs. Well, uh, he- here's a twist. I'll spin on this one. Um, I'm short. I remember there is a Marine that I uh, used to be my instructor out there uh, back in the days in you know early 90s and everything, and then he used to call me vertically challenged and don't ever underestimate her. Uh, in a way, I think it's true because I'm short, and most of my adversary will be, wow, I cannot poke his eyeballs because I'm so short. I probably poke his chest. I don't know. Even if, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Struck on the groin area. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say that in the air. You know, I, I like to like. <laughs> squeeze something, but, you know, I can do that, right? I can say it. I mean, I could be really nasty. I mean, I hey, I'm saving my life, I, whatever it takes, right, Patrick? I mean, yeah, that's what I, it uh, says. 
you can definitely, whatever it takes, but you can definitely come an eye out from the ground or if you're close enough, you know, uh, Ada knows all about those types of lethal strikes as well. Mm-hmm. You, you need to practice. Yeah. Right, practice is practice is practice. Here's a question for you. Somebody hasn't, um, don't have any clue, right, where to go. And, well, not where to go, but have no experience at all on this, but would like to start today, right? And um, somewhat had... Yeah, I know. I've been wanting to do this. I know the sports kickboxing is not, it's not, you know, all that. Where do I go? What sort of, uh, what do you suggest? What sort of um, training? I know there is a lot of levels, you know, from basic and then you graduate to advanced and then you're doing the combative and all of this level. But what do you recommend to those ladies that are listening or even men? I recommend the cross. That is the most efficient um uh, Krav and Safta are the, uh, pretty much the most efficient uh, combative martial arts that I've witnessed uh, that would really benefit women. Um, it's very efficient. Uh, you know, it use, utilizes economy of motion, uh, meant to take out multiple attackers in, in, in seconds uh, and retain the advantage. Uh, your, and, and the jiu-jitsu, knowing how to fight from the ground. Then right. that puts you at a level playing field, I believe, with multiple attackers. So the Krav Marga was was the was the it, and uh, it's all well rounded. If you want to put it as a well rounded, and then you can fight on the ground with jujitsu also, um, yeah. and then you know having the mindset, situational awareness training as well to set you up in begin with to begin with, and then you can go ahead and advance it to combative, uh, learning the uh, the more in depth tra- uh, skills and techniques, and then perhaps you know the weapons, right? The you know with the weapon system kind of thing. Yeah. They do. Uh, Karov actually covers a lot of weapons uh, training. Um, they, 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 and that they do a lot of ground fighting as well. It's a, the, and there's Karov, there's Karov gyms everywhere. Uh, oh yeah. And they set themselves up to be kind of a fitness training center as well. Right. They uh, do train fighters, but they also just have people that want to do it for the fitness aspect or the self defense aspect. You know, I, re- I recommend those types of gyms. But I like the multiple attackers um, training as well because that's full reality. I mean, that, that you know, rats travel in pack, as we all know. So we have to just Absolutely. be prepared for that. Ada, your insights. I have about a few more seconds. In fact, I think I'm up for <laughs> I'm already up. But go ahead, yeah, please. Yeah, just very short, briefly, like I said, I agree with uh, – um, um, I totally blanked that. Uh, I agree with Patrick. Patrick. Uh, what he's saying, but be very careful though, because you got to find a places that they ever, you know, kind of like shop around on um, people around the area, because there's some uh, different levels, and find the level that you are comfortable with, and also, um, you know, uh, uh, like uh, go to different places that are that's reasonable too, because there's a lot of instructor there. They, you know, they have different um, level of um, Martial arts and right. you know you just jump around and you right. know and go with uh with go with a friend and everything like that or go somebody that that have uh, a knowledge and that thing so that you know what basically what you want to do is for self defense and you know uh, not abu- and, uh, don't don't use it in an abusive way because uh, when uh, Patrick probably know that when you have a, a martial art uh, background. You can't use that, that just for just any kind of fighting, you know, just only for reason for if there's an attack or danger. And because uh, women or men out there, sometimes they get, um, uh, because they have a background like that, they abuse it. And, and that's probably 
the more I stress to a lot of people, if they have a martial background, they some of them abuse it and brag about it. And for for a background like me, I I can't be around with people with a lot of violence because of my hands is registered and it's a, it's, it's like a hand. It's like a gun, you know. It's a choice that I have to do. Right, even the choice that you you won't you won't feel that pain at all. It's like what pain, but you got to take care of business, whatever Absolutely, it takes, right? Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I am running out of time as usual, oh, again. and I think I am over time right now. Um, I am so humbled dude, to have you guys back uh, again at the studio, and then uh, I really am glad that you guys had the chance to uh, put in your insight as well. So I really want to thank you so very much for um, you know showing up this morning again. And, uh, you know, IDEA also offers basic, basic, um, some safety survival workshops starting in April as well. A second, I believe it's second schedule and second, but check back to our website, idearweb.com. Uh, I'm also speaking to partnering with Kraft Marga, also uh, some mm-hmm. of the folks out here, to have some classes pretty soon in the summer. And also, I, I think I'm talking to Patrick about it as well. So there are a lot of exciting stuff going on in IDEA Outdoors. And stay tuned, you guys. Uh, check back often to our website and just keep listening to our to our Idea Outdoors radio show. Any last thoughts, Patrick? I just want to say thanks for having me back, Nikki. Oh, you're quite welcome, Sudi. And uh, Ada. Uh, same here. Uh, nice having me back here, and we'll, uh, hopefully, I will meet uh, Patrick in person. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he will be in town. And like I said before in my radio show, <laughs> when he is in town, I will make an announcement. And I think I think he he will be saying, okay, <laughs> I think he was right. I thought I learned uh, some more. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. Hopefully he'll come back. Will you come back, please, Patrick? All right, thanks. Okay, okay, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in this morning with us, I Dare Outdoors. I'm your host, Nikki Dare. And thank you for uh, listening in. Until then, please stay vigilant and watch your six. I will stay at condition yellow. All right, tune in next time. Thank you. Have a great week. Bye. You have been listening to Nikki Dares Radio, a podcast of sustainability with your host, Ms. Nikki Dare. To learn more, please visit Ms. Dare's website, education.nikkidare.com. Workshops on safety preparedness, situational awareness are available. Also available, the Transformational Coaching Series. For corporate and private group pricing, please contact us. She also offers both private and group classes in firearms training, handgun, rifles, and shotgun for individuals and families and home invasion scenarios. For details on Nikki Dare's outdoor hiking, yoga, and her other outdoor activities, and her passion for fitness and upcoming classes, please visit her website, NikkiDare.com. Join the community conversation to network and learn on different outdoor fun on her website, NikkiDare.com slash freeforum. Follow her on LinkedIn and her social media, Twitter, Instagram, Google+, Pinterest, and Facebook. Or simply watch her tutorial videos, you can subscribe to her YouTube channel, Nikki Dare. All about her books and inspirational quotes can be found on her website, books.nikkidare.com. Check out her newest website, travel.nikkidare.com, for all travel resources, savings, and tips. Her calendars, both of living in purpose and passion, as well as her exclusive edition of Firearm Safety, 
are available for order on her website, NikkiDare.com. All of her broadcasts are available for free download on iTunes podcast, Nikki Dare. For more details on opportunities for sponsorships and speaking engagement, please email us at education at NikkiDare.com. Join her next time, Living in Purpose and Passion. Our mission is to live a sustainable life with your host, Nikki Dare.